Hello, and welcome back to the 13th episode of Drunk Confessions, lucky number 13. I'm your host for today. My name is Mia. Some call me Mio. Some call me Big Fucking Mio. But I feel like after this episode, you might just start calling me Alex Cooper, the single father. Because, as you can hear, it's just me today. Unfortunately, Gabe did get stuck at his other job. Steve totally forgot to book him off. The other two interns were completely unavailable as well. So lucky for you, little duckies. It's just me today. Okay? Intro now. episode I just want to say a fucking massive thank you to everybody who has listened whether you've listened to every single episode whether you've only listened to one every single listen counts thank you so much for tuning in for following our Instagram for just being a part of this journey we have now created and posted over three and a half hours worth of content literally just us talking absolute bullshit and generated over almost 3k views so that's pretty dope Thank you again to everybody and keep being you, okay? So since it's just me today and I have the floor all to myself, I decided to do a kind of introspective episode looking internally and trying to decipher what things people our age are consumed with. What are we constantly worried about? What are we thinking about? What are we always trying to improve? And I think it boils down to this. At our age, a lot of time is consumed in our social life. I find I lately have been spending no time alone. The more often I can see my friends, the better. All I want to do is go out and just have a great time, make memories, you know? So with that, and with our legal drinking age, shout out to our sponsor, Bud Light. Bud Light is a beer that you can consume at any time, any day, anywhere. Simply use our discount code at any LCBO or beer store in Ontario, Mia the Single Father, for 0% off and full tax. Okay, back into the episode. So let's talk about drinking responsibly. And I'm not talking about drinking and driving. I'm not talking about not blacking out. I'm talking about there's no, at our age, there's no rule book for how to drink, what to drink, when to start, when to stop. It's pretty much just a learning experience and you've only kind of learned that you fucked up after you fucked up. So let's talk about first impressions. Drinking when you're trying to make a good first impression. I just want to put a disclaimer. I'm not trying to tell anybody to drink. This is just for our uh, our veteran drinkers already. I just want to kind of delve into how our reputation matters what people have to say about you behind closed doors and how they're going to talk about you in further situations. It's all about networking. It's all about who you know. Even if it's just meeting somebody's parents for the first time, you want to make sure that you leave a solid taste in their mouth, not a sour one. So when you're first meeting people, all that they know about you is what you haven't told them. They could have all these preconceived notions from your Instagram, from Facebook, if you're a little bit older, from stories, from pictures and videos that other people have shown them. You have absolutely no control of how these people have perceived you thus far. So in meeting them for the first time, you want to take control. Okay. Now the first rule. Okay. This is just basic, basic etiquette. 
And we'll start here. If it's an adult party, if you're getting invited to like a family get together to like an uncle or aunt's house or, you know, they're real people in the real world doing real things, bring something. That's enough of people showing up empty handed. Okay. If you can afford it, bring something, bring like a six of Bud Light. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But you know what I mean? Like just offer something. So it's not just you showing up and drinking other people's shit or eating other people's stuff. Okay. Next patience. When you are first meeting people, try not to be the first person to either bring up the option of drinking or open something that you've brought or grab the bottle of wine and pour yourself up. You just got to read the room, okay? Nona's celebrating her 92nd birthday outside and they're just about to cut the cake. Don't be in the corner fucking corking your bottle of white wine that isn't even cold. Just chill and let your wine chill. Okay, second rule. Try and only drink as much as the person who is hosting you. I know. Like, just try and match them. I'm not saying fit in. Like, still have your own conversations. Go off and do your own thing. But just, if this is going to reflect on them, on the person who brought you, just try and show some respect, okay? If they're having a beer, they offer you one, yeah, take it. But if they've stopped themselves after a beer, a glass of wine, whatever it may be, (laughs) like just no put the shot glasses away leave it for another night and this is mostly I'm talking about like you're around parents you're around family you're around people that are older than you but let's say like you're around their friends everybody's playing fucking I don't know slap cup beer pong all these fun little uni games then yeah go crazy indulge in conclusion and I know I've said this already but reputation matters And I'm not telling you that you should be fake or you should be somebody else when you're around new people because that's a whole other fucking ballgame to have the confidence to be yourself. And I know that alcohol is that catalyst that helps you be yourself for a lot of people. I know for me, I get that warm, fuzzy feeling and I'm like, oh, now I have the courage to like say my political. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But alcohol makes those conversations a little easier and you're not so stressed, you're not so in your head. But at the same time, you want to be looked at as somebody who is responsible, who's courteous, who cares about themselves, who has that self-respect. And honestly, if you feel called out or if you feel like a little bit kind of like, well, it doesn't fucking matter what I do, check yourself. Check yourself. Drinking is fun, but you don't want to be the fucking life of the party and then the joke the next day. Fucking bars. That was the first thing that I feel like we're all consumed with. Well, I am. I care. I care about what people think. But the next thing is, of course, sex and relationships. And the social pressure that goes along with that. It's absolutely insane. It's just insanity. And with all things like body count, physical appearance, sex appeal, online dating apps, catfishing, uh, settling down, but making sure like you go through a hoe phase or a new experiment, but not experimenting too much and then staying safe and asking the right questions and not putting yourself in a dangerous situation and heartbreak and this and that and needing to move on so fast and not caring so much. What the fuck is going on with that? That's annoying. Like I'm out of breath just trying to recite all the things that I worry about as a woman in this day and age, trying to 
be with somebody. God, it makes me itchy. But let me just dial it back a little bit, okay? Like, I just want to talk about my evolution <laughs> from being a fish and no, <laughs> no. I want to talk about like my stages of dating and how my outlook on the entire thing has evolved. So, okay. First things first, this is kind of where it started. And I don't know if this maybe put me on the wrong path and why I've been taking so many L's. But when I was in grade nine, I had my bestie and I would literally talk to guys in groups of threes. So we would do like a tier list and the first, and they would always be friends. So like the first kind of guys were like our main guys. They had to be best friends because we were best friends. And that means we could do everything together. So yeah, we had our first set who were like our main priorities, okay? And I mean like people we would Snapchat and talk on the phone to and FaceTime. But then we had our second tier. <laughs> that sounds so fucked up to say. But when the first set of boys were bothering us, we turned to the next set who would also be best friends. And then from that, we would obviously have our third who were just kind of like the bench warmers. But it would still matter sometimes. Let's say everybody else was busy and we just wanted to, I don't know, go to the movies. Guys, you're up. So that was kind of like my first stage, which I think set me up for failure. So then I went to my second phase, which was getting heartbroken, okay? I was in, honestly, I feel like that was my last serious relationship, um, high school. And I got my heart broken so bad because I had this thought that every person I met was the best they were gonna be the they were the love of my life and I would never find anything that great again and when we would break up I would be absolutely devastated and there was be there would be no coming back from it but I feel like as time went on I realized that with each person it's going to be a different experience and not it's not even going to be better it's just going to be different but I ended up really enjoying the chase I ended up really going for unavailable people because I liked the game. I liked to test myself and I liked to try and prove them wrong. <laughs> That's so fucked up because they would legitimately be like, I don't want to get into a relationship. And I'm like, yeah, well, we'll see about that and try and change their mind. And that would never work out. So it would be this toxic, constant cycle of me falling head over heels for people and then being absolutely surprised when it wouldn't work out. And that was like, honestly, the majority of my university experience was what that's what I was doing. And I still had a fucking blast. So much fun. Would not recommend. But I feel like, ladies, I know. I know. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's social media, but the rules have reversed. And I feel like women are doing the chasing these days and it's disgusting. And we got to stop. Okay. Okay. So now with this last stage that I feel like I'm in currently, I've kind of taken a step back and I feel like quarantine has helped me with this. But just looking at people's relationships and all this online bullshit and this need to text each other all the time and FaceTime each other and all this fighting and shit, it seems so complicated. So now I feel like I just want to look at somebody and be like, you know, easy, easy, stress-free, not really worried too much, not too invested just go with the flow. I feel like that's the vibe lately. I don't want to be stressed out about anything, about anybody. I just want to maybe have someone, but not to the extent where I'm fucking chasing them down in a club because they were looking at somebody 
and then we make out in the corner and it's like this hot weird gross cringy I wake up my mascara is still on I've been crying I don't know why I'm crying and then it all comes back to me and then I make a podcast six months later talking about it I don't think I want that anymore (sighs) wow Are you guys bored? I feel like I'm having a good time. I hope you're having a good time too. Should Gabe not be here more often? Let me know. So the last thing that people in their 20s, speaking as a 20-something-year-old, I just feel like there's this immense pressure to look good online. Even if you're not looking good or having fun or doing well in real life. And I think, okay, so in university, I feel like there's already a pressure, a competition, or this, there's this competitiveness between you and, like, your, your I don't know, fucking colleagues or classmates, whatever the fuck you want to call them, for who's going to have the better job, who's going to have the better internship, who has the better resume. There's already that competition there. There may be sibling rivalry. Like, there's so much that already happens in real life. There's so much bullshit already. And then you take that to an online persona. And... In a place that I feel has so much to do with luck, it is the most unfair way to judge people. And I know I've talked a lot in this podcast or this episode already about how what you do matters and what you say matters and and how people perceive you and reputation, how it matters. And I know that there's probably a lot of people who are like, fuck you, no, it doesn't. I do what I want and I'm happy and I stay in my own lane and I don't fucking do this or that. Yeah, you're right. But if you do already have an Instagram account, a social media account, whatever it is, you're already in the game and you can't fucking lie to me. You can't lie to yourself. You can't lie. You're already in it. You're posting pictures. You're posting stories. You want to look good for this group of people who don't even care what you look like because they're too busy worrying about what they look like. Like, Okay, so after quarantine, this is the part that I really want to focus on. I feel like during quarantine... I got so used to doing absolutely nothing with absolutely nobody. And sure, in my quiet corner, I was doing I was doing art and I was learning how to play the ukulele and I was doing shit to better myself. Sure. But now that we are allowed to go back to work and go out with friends and go to bars and drink and party and do all this stuff, I feel like the pressure to post that It's more than ever. There's more of a pressure to do that than ever before. I don't know what we're trying to prove by doing that, but it's like I go through my Instagram feed every 10 minutes and people are doing more shit. I'm like, how do you guys have this social stamina to do this with people every single day? I enjoyed quarantine. I had a great time. And I know that is privilege to say, and I do acknowledge that, but I did have a great time and I'm so used to hanging out with the same five people maybe six I don't know that now that I'm back to work and people are going out for drinks after and meeting up on their days off and stuff I'm like I would love to but I'm also don't want to at all and that's nothing against them I think it's a me problem where I want to look like I'm having fun like I want to post all these Instagram stories but I don't want to actually go through with it and be there And you know all those memes where like you realize when all of your energy's kind of worn off and you're done hanging out with people and you're just sitting in the club like blinking slowly? That's me all the time. I think there there's just such a rush to resume normal life. 
and this kind of left out feeling if you're not exactly ready to do that yet and I guess that's what I'm pissed about that's kind of what I wanted to rant about I'm just not ready yet guys god leave me alone but invite me still (laughs) okay (sighs) all right into the confessional so the other day I was getting a ride home from my friend my guy friend wink wink and during this ride home we laughed we talked we joked around we smiled we had the best time and I remember it I remember it vividly however when I went home to sleep that night I had a dream that was a continuation of the ride home and in this dream we were fighting we were arguing we were pissed there was some jealous fucking accusations going on and so I woke up and was genuinely so confused and I still like I had and I, I just didn't know what was reality and what was my dream that I had to, I actually had to message him and ask him did we get an argument last night obviously we didn't I know that now but the fact that I had to confirm what was real with somebody else while I was pretty much sober is so fucked up and so scary and if anybody else has ever gone through this please let me know because I've been so scared of like dreaming and like you know when you wake up and you're trying to remember your dreams I'm like no 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 I don't want to know I don't want to know I don't want to know like holy fuck that was scary but listen thank you so much for listening I know this episode has been a lot of me and my opinions but it's my fucking podcast okay and Gabe's not here so he has no say so Thank you so much for listening. I hope everybody has a great week. We'll see you again next Monday. Stay safe, stay happy, stay healthy, and good night.